Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fantastic Two. That is myself and my man, Front Row Kenny. How are you doing, my brother? Yo, what's going on? What's going on, good people? Hope everyone is doing well. We missed you last weekend, Renee, but shout out to Brandon for coming on and uh, filling in last week. He did a great job, and we had a good time. Awesome. That's fantastic. You know, I always hate when I when I have to miss an episode of our podcast because, like, I, the one thing I, I do love, though, is is when we, you know, like this, when we have somebody kind of come in and fill in, it really does help out because I feel so bad, Kenny, because then you have to, you, you, either you're doing it on your own solo or you bring in a guest, but I know how hard that is, you know, just trying to edit everything, even when with just us two, I, I don't know. Is it is it any harder editing the whole process when you're doing it by yourself? Nah, it's not that bad. Honestly, I guess this is like you know from years of podcasting and working on audio. I think like if you would have asked me to do this by myself like six, seven years ago, I would be like stumbling. It'd take me forever, but it doesn't take <laughs> me as long. You know, it takes about an hour or two to get everything ready up on the website and all that good stuff. So it's all good to go for them. So hopefully you guys will be hearing this on a Tuesday morning. We are recording this on a Monday evening after the race, but I went to work today just like Renee did. And actually, matter of fact, Renee, you can tell everybody about your job that you just got. Yes, that is correct. So just to kind of give a an overplay of what my weekend was like is really just getting my stuff together and over here in my new contract assignment, which is in Escondido, California. If you're not sure where that is at, it is near San, closer to Oceanside, California. Just a beautiful, beautiful place. And Kenny, I think I mentioned this the last time we were on the podcast together. And like I said, I, I, I've never been to the Garden of Eden, but I'm sh- pretty sure that all of... <laughs> All of this area, either in or near San Diego, is close to it. I mean, it's just wonderful. It's beautiful. Birds are chirping. I mean, little deers just come over and start talking to you. It's just, I mean, it's like a Disney, it's like a Disney movie. Like a Disney film. (laughs) Man, I'm telling you. And anybody who's ever been to, to San Diego knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's just gorgeous. Just, you know, other than the heat wave that they've had here, you know, it, it's really, really just a beautiful area. But I, I started my, my new contract today. was my Today was my first day at the hospital here at Escondido. And it's just wonderful out here. I love it. I love being out here. It's a 13-week contract. But this whole weekend, I was just trying to get myself situated over here. And then I had one last hurrah because I... From the last time that I I was working up in Porterville, which is more central California, I took two weeks off. So to end my two-week vacation this past weekend, me and my me and my lady had a really nice outing yesterday, and we're not going to even talk about football because we already discussed this, Kenny. Man, uh, and look, I don't rather I, I don't even want to discuss <clears throat> it. And it and this, these are the times that I'm so glad that Tam is not on the podcast because you know she would do nothing but want to talk about the Cowboys. You you know the man, first thing you know the first the thing out of her mouth up, would man. be like, "How about those Cowboys?" And I'm like, "Man." That's it. I'm out. <laughs> Man, listen, look. It's like like we said before we got on. Look, waited all day just for that to happen. I'm like, golly. I'm like, geez. See now the thing now the funny thing about it is like with football, because now 
I pay attention to the Panthers a whole lot more for for work purposes. But the thing is, like, you know, that game started at 1 o'clock. You know, the Panthers lost by a field goal. It was a pretty wild fashion. But, you know, that happened bright and early. So, Panthers fans, guess what? At, like, what, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, whatever time it was, the game was over? Well, you know, you're going about your day. No, us? Guess what? It's 11 o'clock. We going into Sunday night news and whatever else, and we got to still sit there and look at the score yeah. at home at that. So, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's, things are going. I, I don't know. <laughs> and, and, and what an ugly feeling it is going to bed like that. You know what I mean? Just, man. <sighs> man, look. Listen, so my thing is for the entire weekend, when it came to sports, I don't know what it was. Like, obviously what's going on in, in England stopped my soccer team from playing in London. That was a done deal. That it was supposed to have a game tomorrow, Tuesday, and that game also got canceled. And I'm like, Jesus. Okay, so that's a little bit less pain, just in case they did lose. However, Florida Gators, guess what? They lost to Kentucky again, yeah. the second time. Matter of fact, I don't think I think in my lifetime I've maybe seen Kentucky beat Florida only a handful of times. Now I will give Kentucky props where they're, where props are due. They have a very good football football team. They have created a great program over the years but man i didn't think i was gonna live to see that but hey look you know things happen but it's okay and then yeah. of course the cowboys on sunday did their thing so you know that's that my new york mets are on the fritz of either finishing first place in the nl east or finishing second and i'm like jesus we were just up like 20 something games up above the braves like a couple months ago and now look at it now so yeah you know sports is love and pain yeah <laughs> but man, hey guess what it- you know, it's all good. <laughs> but you know what? It, it, it is love and pain. And, I, and I'll tell you, somebody who's had a lot of pain but now is feeling the love is our man. Dude, how about that Bubba Wallace, brother? Playing the spoiler. All right, playing so, the spoiler role. So, look. You know what? Let me go ahead. I got to get close to the mic for this one because, yeah, listen, let it. me explain something to y'all. Look, 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 look. <laughs> all right, so. Lay it on us. Anybody out there that wanted to say anything about Talladega because it was rain short, guess what? Not no precipitation in the sky. It was sunny, probably partly cloudy, whichever one you want to go with. Mm-hmm. There was no weather. There was no caution. Guess what? That car was fast. They ran a great race. They had great pit stops. And guess what? He beat his co-owner at that. So yeah. guess what? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> I don't want to hear not a thing. I know y'all going to still talk. But look, I don't want to hear nothing because I don't know what more you got to prove. Guess what? It wasn't. It wasn't on the super speedway either. That's a half mile track, you know. Yeah, got to win that thing. So guess what? That's number two in his Cup Series career. What a day at Kansas playing playoff spoiler. Yeah, man. You know, Kenny. I I, I was watching this whole thing go down, and you know, only because of the history of of Bubba, and you know. Uh, we're not used to always seeing him in the winner's circle, obviously. But I was thinking, man, it sure would be nice, even though he's not in the playoff, to see him close out this race. And, I, you know, I really was rooting for the guy. And I and I was like, you know, this, it, it, just please let him, let, just let him, just, just let him win this one. You know, I mean. Man, listen, <laughs> group chat. I had it on silent. I had my phone off. I t- I flipped my phone over. I couldn't watch the last, like, 60 laps while looking at the internet. I couldn't do it. I really could not do it. And matter of fact, now that I think about this, a friend of the show, my man Phil Splane on Twitter, he won $10,000 because Bubba won. Matter of fact. Is that um, right? He won, he won $10,000 hairs. That's right. 
So shout out to my man Phil. I know he's been a listener of the show for quite some time, and I just had to give him a shout out, of course. Wow. Um, absolutely deserving. Been a Bubba Wallace fan for a long time, probably just as long as I have, shoot. I'm sure he goes back as far as the k days, just as much as anybody else does. It's been a long time fan, so that's pretty dope. He won 10, he won yeah. 10 racks off of that. <laughs> no kidding. $10,000 cuz of money line. Yeah, they had a they had a thing going on Twitter and so I noticed that he got picked up for it. And so, you know, it said if the 23 or the 45 happens to win on Sunday, someone is going to win 20 I mean $10,000 and his name was on the car. It was on Bubba's car at that. And sure enough, that car was strong all day and you know, now the 45 has swept Kansas cuz they won back in spring when Kurt was in the car and man, they put on the show. Yeah, and I was he say. drove. He drove it like he stole it. Well, <laughs> I lost fifty bucks on the Cowboys, so I'm happy for your boy. <laughs> I'm I'm glad he won something instead of losing fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, shout out to yeah, shout out to my man Phil for winning that ten racks, man. That's real cool. We love to see things like that happen. Yeah, uh, well, but well, it, now now the the. Now the playoff picture now, Kenny, looks a little bit different than than what I thought it was going to be because now as we go into Bristol, this is where some of the drivers are going to be eliminated, correct? That's correct. Four yeah. getting eliminated this weekend. And once again, it, it you know we have you we have a shakeup here because I'm going to be honest with you, the, the four drivers on the outside looking in: Kevin Harvick, Chase Briscoe, Austin Dillon, and Kyle Busch. Two of those drivers, I I. I didn't even, well, specifically talking about Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. See, I had them, you know, way up in points and not even below the, the, the first cut line. You know, I think I think I believe I had, I think I had Chase and Austin Dillon there along with Rick and I want to say Bowman. No, I didn't have Bowman, did I? I, I? I can't remember who else I had there at, at the at the four, but... But I definitely didn't. I definitely didn't. You know, anticipate seeing Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick down in that 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 that, that category. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I would say the same. I think my four were Austin Dillon, Chase Brisk. Who else did I have in there? I think I had Alex Bowman too. Yeah, who is doing pretty fine. It seems like at this point he should be good to go. But also, and I also had William Byron, who is doing fine now. So mine's just kind of shaking up. The only two so far is Austin Dillon and Chase Briscoe that are, are currently out right now mm-hmm. and have to get their way in either by virtue of win or on points. So you know it got shaken up. And I mean, I think what really shook shook the table this time coming around. Obviously at Darlington we had quite a few. You know, had a, quite a few exits. Like Kyle Busch obviously had a you know an injured problem, just like his teammate Martin Truex or a water pump, whichever one they decided to run with doesn't matter. Did not finish the race, and obviously we got an Eric Jones playoff spoiler, which means. So nobody was locked into the next round already. And so going into Kansas, it was the same thing. Nobody was still locked in. Bubba wins. That's two playoff races in a row. We've had two drivers that are non or two non playoff drivers that have won the <laughs> yeah. race. So so you know, now it's like, okay, well, we're going to Bristol and that means there's gonna be plenty of tempers flaring, but you know, even even at Kansas, there was a bit of an incident with Ross Chastain, who would have ever thought, right? Yeah. With Ross, Bubba, and Kevin Harvick. Bubba escaped, but Harvick was not so fortunate. He tapped the wall late. I think it was or early, excuse me. I think it was lap 35 or somewhere around that time. It was in the first stage. He hit the wall. I don't know what in the world else could have happened, but I think like if Harvick wasn't there, he probably would have sent Bubba into the wall. So that would have been that, but we wouldn't have had this moment. But it did ruin Kevin Harvick's day. And since that happened, having a bad points day finish in 36, 
that left him 35 points below the cut line, which, again, like I said, it's going to be a must-win situation for him. Yes, Harvick has won at Bristol during the night race, and we'll have to see if he can do it again because at this rate, that's the only way he's making it to the next round. Yep. And it's so crazy because he got hot at the end of the season, winning two back-to-back at Michigan and Richmond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 absolutely correct on that. And the, the, this is the thing that I, I, I love to see, though. As as much as, you know, sometimes we, we are so used to seeing certain drivers, whether they're in the playoffs or at the top of the standings or, you know, they got the most points. I kind of like the way that that, that it, it shakes up like this because then you're going, okay, well, you know, some of these other drivers are stepping up. I mean, Christopher Bell, you know, I mean, William Byron getting back on track. Ryan Blaney, you know, uh, even Alex Bowman hanging in there. You know, the, the one thing that, that I, I, I did want to touch on just real quick, though, Kenny, is, I mean, it, does, is it me or is Ross Chastain, like, just, is he trying <laughs> on purpose to be the bad guy? I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, you know, honestly, I don't think so. Is, I actually Is he think trying he to give Kyle hard. Bush a run for his money? I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he he drives like extremely hard, and the thing is about it, even when he was in a premium motorsports car, which was you know nothing compared to where he's at now at Trackhouse, he raced that car hard, even if it was for thirty of something place, did not matter. He was gonna run. He was gonna race you as if he had a car that was as competitive as you. It didn't matter, which again has been to his advantage. You know, bringing JD yeah. Motorsports cars home when he was in Xfinity and doing things like that. It just proved his talent. Like he, you know, he got the most out of the car each and every time. But you know, obviously now with quite a few incidents that's happened with multiple drivers all season, it has you know somewhat painted a, a very black eye on him. And everyone's you know like, oh man, here comes Ross. We know what might happen if he's too close to your favorite driver. I mean, it's happened to quite a few of them. So I don't yeah, think it's a exactly. forceful thing. I just think he's just a very aggressive driver. I, I think that's just all it really comes down to. You know, speaking of him, he came on seventh. I mean, a very solid finish. He is right, sitting exactly. in ninth right now as far as the playoff standing sit. I guess I might as well also give you guys the rest of the top ten while I'm talking about yeah, it. Yeah, let's but, do it. But obviously, Bubba Wallace won. That is his second career win in the cup series he is the only african-american driver at this time that has won two cup races so obviously back in 63 when scott won his first at jacksonville speedway but obviously bubba also got his last year at talladega so you know it was huge on that aspect but i'm sure that's a great momentum booster for them going into next year obviously they aren't in the playoffs for the championship but they are in the owners playoffs which means you know that's big money right there if y'all don't know that's why it's so important and that's the reason why he's in the 45, because that car is, you know, playoff point eligible. So they might as well just keep it rolling because all that matters is if the car is running, whoever's in it is in it. The number yeah. is the only thing that matters as long as it runs on track. But that's great for them. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they go for the next couple of weeks. And honestly, when you think about a place like Talladega coming back there again, it would not shock me. It would not color me shocked if they won another race again. Yeah. It'd be a very successful one. I think with a brand new car this year. Last year being virtually, in my eyes, a lame duck year. To get another win, 
to get two wins, you know, two years in a row, that's fantastic. And dealing with this new car, I mean, again, love the equalization that this car has brought so far. It has let drivers drive and let them win. So yeah, uh, it's been pretty cool to see that. Obviously, he's the 18th of the season, which is incredible. I cannot believe we have 18 Man, that, different that winners so crazy. far this season. Uh, so uh, just out of curiosity, do we even know off the top of your head, like, what's the closest we've had to oh, to, to to this? When was the last time? Because we this, this, I this, think 2011. Yeah, I think it's 2011, and I can't remember the number off the top of my head. It'll come to me at some point. It's 2011, <laughs> but it, it, it's not that long ago, but it sounds like it's long ago. 2011. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that was a super competitive season that I remember. Wow. That was the season where it was Harvick in Carl Edwards at Homestead in that last battle, which is by far one of my favorite races I've ever watched in live man, time. dude, I'm going to have um, to go ever, back, and, so. and I'm going to have to YouTube that, man. Yeah, you, <laughs> It's wow. a good one, man. I can I can watch it anytime, and it'll, it'll put on a great. It's great entertainment. But continuing on, second place co-owner of twenty three eleven racing, Denny Hamlin came home in second. He had a charge at the end there, just could not get to him. Car got a little loose at the end. He had a pretty fast car as well, just you know, just as much as Christopher Bell did. But obviously, lap traffic as well played a role in that one, and you know, just didn't work out for him. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, car uh, you know, his car still won, which is crazy. <laughs> one thing I, I do want to say real quick about Wallace, uh, uh, you know, before we move on from that is uh, this: what's so good about that is you know, Kenny, when we were talking about earlier in the season where he had you know that little that little run in with the crew chief and the pit crew and blah 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 you know but but this goes to show you that you know these are competitors they're all competitors whether you're behind you know the the wheel of the of the race car or you know uh, up you know you know as the crew chief or down in the pits you know everybody's on the same page you know you know mentally it's just you know trying to get everybody on the same page at the same time you know and this 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 goes to show you that you know you got all these competitors trying to get on the the same page at the same time, and thankfully it happened here. And like Wallace said, you know, you know, and I I think he said this in the, the post race interview, but he was like, "Thanks for the opportunity, and thankful to shut the hell up for a lot of people." I love that. I'm telling you, yeah, man. I'm, I, I'm I just love you, this, that. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I I think you know part of that was to all the people that were were kind of like giving him a lot of bash for you know. That that whole mishap and you know going back and forth and I was just like man you know what well me and you didn't read into it you know they just you know guys just trying to be competitive they you know they want to win just as much as anybody else and here they are you know they they win the race and and, and you know that's the end of that yeah I'm telling you it was I mean again it just goes to show like look people are already going to say what they're going to say and i'm sure some people are still making excuses and trying to find ways to move the goalposts. i'm not going to give the person any name or any mention by that that virtue but i'm sure a lot of nascar fans know exactly who i'm talking about when i mention it that man cannot find a way not to be mad about that and that's incredible that someone is just like that and that hateful it's amazing to me but at the same time, I try to pay it no mind because you know what? Always somebody is going to have to say something no matter what you do. Man, you can save a cat out of a tree and someone is still going to have a fit, <laughs> going to have a way about you, you know? Like it is it doesn't matter. So, I mean, hey, I'm glad he silenced him. It was cool that it did look like the uh, Jordan one when he did this when he did the shush like that was cool. So, a really cool celebration. 
again, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're happy. Obviously, Denny, I'm sure he's happy as well, despite coming in second. Like, that's your driver still at the end of the day. So that's pretty cool. But yeah. I guess up to finish, to quickly round out the top 10, third was Christopher Bell. Fourth was Alex Bowman. Fifth, Martin Truex Jr. Sixth was William Byron. Seventh, Ross Chastain, even despite causing trouble. Eighth, last year's winner at, at Kansas, Kyle Larson. Ninth was Ryan Blaney. And to round the top 10 was Daniel Suarez. There was that. And yeah, Kansas was a very an interesting race like in itself i think having that date bumped up just a little bit instead of it being like brick cold outside i think it was a little bit warmer than it was last year i can attest to it Uh i lived it because man in the midwest ain't no trees out there and i swear the wind catches everything and that includes you and it was freezing so yeah (laughs) hopefully uh, people who attended it was a lot warmer but yeah i mean (laughs) it was a you know solid mile and a half race i i feel like i haven't really said otherwise about a mile and a half all year and that's such a drastic change from the last couple of years. It just hasn't really been that entertaining on half miles. But I think this car has been a great equalizer on that. I think just the next thing they have to get ready yeah. uh, is the short track package and get that correct for next year. And I look, we're cooking with grease is how some people might say. But yeah, there you um, go. I think it's a very entertaining car and it's produced obviously 18 different winners. And to answer that question again 2011 they did have 18 different winners so that ties that ah there you um, go so yeah i i you know because what because when you said it was the 18th different one i knew i knew it was either tied or close to it i know it was off yeah. by like one or two <laughs> yeah which is amazing <coughs> i mean it's it's cool i mean so really happy that this you know this year's brought quite the competitive nature out of this out of the cup series yeah um, well that's what everyone is looking for <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and what what we also hope for is i think we have a possible landing spot for Kyle Bush correct oh man that has been the hottest topic probably for the last couple of weeks i mean given that he's virtually the biggest free agent left most of the other drivers have either Resign contracts of you know like a Noah Gregson who's coming to Petty GMS next year. Yeah, you know things are basically lined up for the most part. Eric Almarola's coming back now. The one domino that everyone has been looking at is Kyle Busch, and that also opens a another opens another door. And it seems very apparent that that door is going to end up being Ty Gibbs. Nothing is official yet, but my gut is if Tuesday's announcement goes along with what Jordan Bianchi from The Athletic has said that Kyle Busch is in very deep agreements with Richard Childress Racing so it seems like he will be back in a Chevy for the first time in a long time so wow man it's gonna be different I mean the Candyman and the Toyota is what I've lived basically I mean he's been in that car for I think 15 something years yeah it's gonna be strange if that is the case I think that is very well the case based on these reports but tomorrow I believe around 10 a.m. Eastern is when the announcement should come out. So, in the event it is, well, Kyle Bush is at Richard Childress. If he's not, I have no idea what else to tell you. I'm not re-recording <laughs> this, but we'll talk about it on Twitter, of course. If you aren't following us, make sure you are at Turners No Breaks on all platforms. That's Twitter and Instagram. I don't really do Facebook like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but either way, yeah. I mean, Renee, what do you think about it? Because, I mean, it's been so long since he's been at Joe Gibbs, and now... We're at a different crossroad. Yeah, like, you it's know crazy. What, well, what I was going to say is, I mean, you know, the car, I don't know. It, the, the, well, the car is one thing, and the sponsorship is going to be another, you know? I mean, I, I see a, I see M&M's logo. I see an M&M's jacket. That, I, the first mm-hmm. thing I think is Kyle Bush. You know, that's all exactly. I think about. And, and it's just going to be weird just on that aspect. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's almost like, you know, when Tom Brady left the New, New England Patriots and, and went to the Man, Tampa I couldn't Bay believe Buccaneers. that. 
You're like, this dude doesn't look right. <laughs> Man, it was so weird seeing Brady like in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform for like a while. I was like, dog, this is so weird. Because, again, just like Kyle Bush, shoot, all my life – Brady has been in a Patriots jersey, like exactly. That's what I'm know, saying. It's, yeah, it's so strange. It, just, I mean, it looks weird. It just it just uh, it feels weird. It looks weird. I mean, it is weird. But you know what? <laughs> but just just like Brady went to Tampa Bay and took him to the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, that doesn't mean Kyle Busch can't you know go into another car and do the same thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, it, it, you know, Kyle Busch is 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 still a, a, a top quality you know, driver, and there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, maybe maybe he hasn't had quite the seasons as he's had, you know, the last couple of years, but, you know, I mean, I think I think you can look at Harvick and, and, and say the same thing, you know, but, you know, when he needed to turn it on, he, t- he turned it on. And, and that's what these veteran drivers do. You know, they may not, they may not be good all the time, but you know what, when they have to be, they, 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 they can be. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I definitely think he has quite a bit left in him for sure. It'll be very interesting. Obviously, we also know Tyler Reddick is departing for 2024, so that yeah. eliminates that. The rumor is that there will be a third car for next year, so I don't, I'm don't. i assuming that may be a one-and-done thing. With that being said, since the eight and the three are, taking, are taken, excuse me, my guess is that we're looking at maybe the 31 comes back, maybe the 29 comes yeah. back, or the 33. I'm not uh, 100% sure what car is going to end up coming back. So it'll be very interesting. I'm very curious to see what sponsors are going to end up being, you know, along with them. A lot of people thought what was going to initially happen, but Martin Truex is ret- was that if Truex did retire, they probably just, you know, move him there and go from there. Same thing with his sponsors like Bass Pro Shops, for example, which I believe covers a good chunk of the season. I think there's only a handful of races where that car is not in Bass Pro Shops color. So I don't know. It's very, it's very intriguing, but I think, um, if that's the case tomorrow, I think it just leads literally to the fact that Ty Gibbs is a young driver who is doing great in Xfinity, probably going to win a championship this year. We'll see, but he's been dominant so far. But also at the same time, he's a very younger driver, also means you're a lot cheaper. Just like in any other work environment, a lot of times when you're younger, you are the cheapest person on the books each year compared to someone who's been there for a long time. So it's very interesting as well. If you guys don't know, there was once upon a time, and I believe it was at Kansas, where Kyle Busch and Richard Childress got into an altercation. I think one of them got fined like 150 grand at the Ooh. time. So yeah, yeah I think life I that. sometimes I, I, I don't, is I don't a remember what year circle. that was, though. <laughs> I forget the year, but I remember the context behind it, and it's, like, so crazy how life works sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Life, life is life is nuts. I guess... That's, what, I that's guess why you that's never burn that. bridges, right? That's what they say. That's yeah, why you never I mean, burn bridges. Hey, you, you never know sometimes. You never know where you <laughs> might come back. So, I mean, hey, look, it's crazier things have happened, and it seems like crazier things are currently happening. And as I say that, one thing I couldn't have also imagined in my lifetime, again, because the track only was racing literally when I was one years old in 96. That was the last race at North Wilkesboro. Obviously, North Wilkesboro has been revitalized in large part due to Dale Jr. and also the pandemic. Yeah. That has helped. And that track was scanned in iRacing. It was also raced on TV when we still had drivers doing those things on, you know, 
in the middle of the week because we couldn't see real racing. So that's what we and yes, that track has had a couple races on this asphalt that it, you know, still is believed is the same from a long time ago. But that's still there. They had a late model race. Dale Jr. ran in it. He did pretty good. I forget where he finished, but I think it was a pretty solid running for someone who doesn't do this very often anymore. But now the all-star race is going to be at North Wilkesboro next year. And so far at this rate, we've got 18 cars locked in. So honestly, I really don't think this uh, next year there me there needs to be an all-star open. But thank the Lord we ain't got to go back to Texas Motor Speedway for the all-star race. Oh, I'm boy. so happy about that. Yeah, I'm sorry, Renee. I know you're from Texas, but good God almighty. <laughs> bring something. I, I've been saying it. Let's do something different. Like I've been saying it on this podcast. Like I, when Texas happened. Y'all remember that rant? I was not happy about it. Yeah. But guess what? I know. We got a nice short track. It's, it's going to be really cool. I have no idea how far this is going to go past that point as far as like another race there. But the all-star race, I think it's just picture perfect. Hopefully, I can get my way there next May. But yes, the all-star race is going to be in North Wilkesboro. We missed that last week because it literally happened as the podcast dropped. I swear, death in taxes and me releasing the podcast before news drops just like with kyle bush technically even though it seems very evident yeah but still a lot of times this happens but here we are delivering yeah. it still but yeah i'm excited about it it's it's gonna be cool like yeah yeah it, it's gonna be super super cool i i have to agree with you on that and then i also have to agree with you no offense taken on the whole texas motor speedway thing i'll, I'll be honest <laughs> with you yeah, you're right. I, I mean, I love my state, but you know what? I mean, I'm so glad we're not going there. <laughs> yeah, trust me. You and uh, you, myself, and a whole lot of fans. Oh, and I I'm, saw, I'm I sure like, Tam is wow. happy about that, too. Man, I'm telling you, it's going to be cool. I mean, North Wilkesboro is not super, super far from Charlotte. I forget how long. I think it's like an hour or two away from here, but... Either way, looking forward to that one. Hopefully, I can get my way to that. I think that's going to be a pretty historic one. I guess before we get to predictions, the very last thing I need to also mention, coming up, this is way in advance, but it's been announced today, and I can finally say it, actually. So, my buddy Brad Perez is going to be back in the 35 car at the Roval. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Um, coming up soon. So, I am happy to see him run the Xfinity race. Hopefully, he does well. He did a great, he had a great run last time. So, looking forward to him running again. Everyone's really excited, and yeah, we 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 gonna party. I right definitely on. should well, be at that race. I live I live close enough, so I think uh, I need to make my oh, way so out. Yeah, to the Yeah, you can. So. so you can hop on down there then. Yeah, Saturday, you know, Saturday afternoon, chill with the homies, and I go watch some racing. I actually haven't seen the next gen car in person. I've only heard it test. That's it. I've actually never seen it in person. So might make oh, wow. a full weekend out of that one coming up coming up soon in a few weeks actually so Man. again shout out to my homie brad i'm really happy for you really excited and with that being said renee i think it's time for some predictions we're going to bristol baby we're going to bristol it's time for race predictions bristol you know what i will go first <laughs> i'm okay I, you got it i'm gonna tell you who i got now I'm looking at this list, and you know, like I said, I want to be honest with you. You know, I, I love the fact that that we're 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 seeing this whole thing jumbled up, and some of the some of the names are not where they're supposed to be, and some of the names that are supposed to be is where they're supposed to be aren't there, and blah 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 blah. And but just like we were talking about earlier, you know, Kenny, I the the driver I'm going with, my main pick is gonna be none other than Kevin Harvick. I am going with Kevin Harvick because they call him the closer for a reason. And just like he closed out the season with a must win, I guarantee you he is going to be looking to be driving 
really hard and really good to get that win. He knows it. The whole team knows it. And I believe they're going to pull it out. Um, for that reason alone, that is why I'm going with Kevin Harvick. My alternative pick, believe it or not, I'm actually going to go with Kyle Busch as well. I mean, both of those guys are below the cut line. So I think either one of those guys are going to win it. So I look for Kevin Harvick to win the race as my main pick. And Kyle Busch is going to be my alternative pick. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with him. My brother Kenny, what say you? Ooh, man, listen. The Bristol night race ain't nothing like a way to close out the summer. It was always the one again. race marked on my calendar. Like that race, forever since I was a kid, as an adult, don't matter. Guess what? That one is like marked on my list. I still actually haven't been to Bristol, which is still also it's not far away. So need to make that happen at some point in time. But either way, cutoff race Bristol is going to be exciting. A great little short track, a insane Coliseum S style track. Not on dirt this time, back on the concrete. So with that being said, I'm actually gonna stay with the Toyotas. I'm going with Denny Hamlin as my main pick. For my alternative pick, I'm going with Christopher Bell, who is already locked in on points, but I think he's gonna be a really strong runner there at Bristol. So I'm sticking with the Toyota camp once again. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. All right. Well, there you go. Those are our picks, and we are sticking with them. What say you, fans of All Turns No Breaks? Let us know. Let us know who you think is gonna win. You got an alternative pick? Let us know as well. Hit us up on our social media, and our social media is at Turns No Breaks. That's across the board on our social media at Turns No Breaks. Hit us up. Let us know. Drop us a line. Let us know how you love the podcast. If you know anybody who likes NASCAR just as much as you do, just as much as me and Kenny do, please turn them on to our podcast. Even though it's already towards the end of the season and we are already, already in the playoffs, that doesn't mean that they can't be turned on to our podcast. I guarantee you they'll love it because this podcast is for fans by fans. We always appreciate you tuning in and supporting All Turns No Breaks. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you that tune in each and every week. For Kenny and myself, looking forward to Bristol, baby. We will see you next week on another episode of All Turns and No Breaks. Hey, man, it's Bristol, baby, but guess what? We still staying hydrated, baby. <laughs> yeah, man, you can say that again. Thanks so much for tuning in. 